Hello, and welcome to Your Daily Homily, a ministry of St. Philip the Apostle Parish in Pasadena, California. For more information on today's readings and homilist, please view the show notes below. And now, Your Daily Homily. from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger into the nail marks and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now a week later, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and bring your hand and put it into my side, and do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Now, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book, but these are written that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that through this belief, you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, so if I were were to take someone and stand them up here, and I have a box, and I blindfold them, and then put the box in front of the person and say, what's in the box? There would be three ways that you could figure out what's in the box. Number one, come here, come here, Larnie. Just close your eyes. Pretend it would be easier. Pretend you're blindfolded. Close your eyes. Okay, number one, I got the box in front of her. She could just put her hand inside the box and, and feel it, which could be dangerous. 
because you have no idea what's in there. So that could, that could be, you know, that's kind of the, a staple of horror movies. You see somebody, don't put your hand in there. And they do it anyway, right? And you know something bad is going to happen. So that's not the most recommended way to do it, put your hand in. Second way is by deduction. Right. Shaking it around, feeling the weight, and it's, what does it sound like, what, and how heavy is it, and all of that. Maybe you can guess from there. The third way is the easiest. What would be the third way? Ask. Yeah, ask. What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> See, that's the easiest way just to ask somebody and, and say what's in the box, and they tell you. It is said that more than 75% of our knowledge comes from the third way, having people tell us stuff, and we believe it. Now, now you know, today we, we have... Uh, the story of doubting Thomas, and they told him, and he didn't believe it. <laughs> but you know, that's a, it's an astounding thing, what we believe and what we don't believe. You see something on social media, oh, no, that's truth. <laughs> you see it depending on which news you watch, you watch CNN or you watch Fox News, whichever news you hear and say, oh, that's true. And, and if you hear it through media or any kind of media, we automatically go to belief. I'm not sure why that is. Well, but watch this. How many of you don't watch news anymore on TV? Yeah, it's just bad. But anyway, but now here's the fascinating thing. When it comes to faith and we talk about things, it's not, oh, I believe. It happens far too often. It's not, I believe. It's, I'm not sure about that. Let me think about that. Now, why, why are there so many doubts about faith and not about other nonsense? Fair, fair question, No. And you know, again, when it, when it comes to Thomas, this has existed for a long time. Why, why about faith and not about other things? And that doubt that comes. Let me, let me suggest four reasons. I mean, number one would be just, you know, in truth, most of the spiritual world is unknown to us, what it's like, what it's really like. You know, we're, we're physical, God of spirit. Angels are spirit, soul is spirit, and we haven't seen that and we haven't experienced it directly. Uh, and so, consequently, we end up making up stuff about it. Uh, uh, like, uh, oh, I know my, my friend is in heaven playing golf and having a, a, a drink with his friends, or my parents are out dancing or something. We try to make it like life on earth because we don't know. But it doesn't ring true, and so, you know, eventually you just say, well, I'm not sure about that, and it leads to other stuff. That would be reason number one. Number two would just be, you know, we go through swings, mood swings. Sometimes you feel good, and, oh, everything's wonderful, and thank you, Lord, and sometimes we're just down, and why, 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 why? Although when people say to me, why did God do that to me? And I mean, my first answer is, how do you know it was God and not the devil? You know, I hate that old saying, God never gives you more than you can handle. That might be the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. It's, it's up there, certainly in the top three, because number one, it presumes that anything bad that happens to you, God causes, which isn't the God that I know. Uh, and, you know, number, number two, how do you know? How do you know it was God? If I go, somebody goes through a red light and hits you, whose fault was it? It just happened to her uh, less than a year ago car got tipped over, T-boned and tipped over. Was that God or was it the other driver? 
And again, and number three, people get more than they can handle all the time. That's why we need each other. That's why we pray. That's why we help each other. You, you look at the suicide rates and say, oh, they didn't get more. They're not getting more than they can handle. It happens all the time. That's why we need God. So don't, don't, please don't say that stupid thing. God never gives you more than you can handle. It happens all the time. I have more than I can handle all the time. That's why I depend on friends. Now, when it gets to the, the third reason, the third reason is generally that we start to have doubts. It's ourselves. We start to have doubts about what we should do and so forth because it gets in the way of what we want to do. Yeah, I want to do this. I, I told you last Sunday, Easter Sunday, I was listening to the Jesus Christ show again this morning. I listened to it Sunday mornings, and that very question came up. Very, very question came up uh, of um, a woman called the guy and says, well, there's my circumstances, and my church tells me I shouldn't X, Y, Z. And he says, you know, instead of saying, well, maybe you should look at your life or whatever, it's, well, we'll go find another church that will tell you you can do what you want to do. It was, a, it was a dumb answer. But in any case, you know, it gets in the way of what we want to do. And more than that, then we look for someone to tell us, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. And it creates doubts. But more than that, then people start going to psychics. Why would you believe in psychics? But not the wisdom of the ages, of the women and men who, who have had experiences with God and understood this and sent, their, sent down their knowledge to us and their wisdom to us, why would we put that to the side and think that I can go to Ruth Garfield over on Lake and, and say, she's got the answer? Or this other one over on Colorado, Psychic Vision or whatever. Makes no sense to me. But, but there are, there are lots, of, lots of things like that. But, but that, you know, that would be number three. We ourselves get in the way of what we know to be right and we know to be true. But number four, and this is the one, that if you're, you know, if you're serious about faith, you're serious about what you believe and serious about relationship with God, and you start, you start to experience this doubt and say, where's this coming from? And I hear it a lot. My faith is weak. And I have questions and so forth. You know what that would be more often than not? More often than not, maybe all the time, that is an invitation from God to break through some barrier you have and to go to the next level of relationship, to a deeper level of relationship with him. Comes, you know, St. Paul says, when I was a child, I did childish things, and now, now I'm growing and I have to do grown-up things. It, you know, to break through different levels of our relationship with God and say, I have, I have something deeper for you. I have something deeper for you. But the, the first step of that is start, start to experience that doubt and that darkness that you can feel, just like Thomas did today. You know, I don't know if he didn't believe in Jesus. He certainly didn't believe the apostles. But, but that was his invitation to say, no, Thomas, I have a deeper relationship for you than we had. It's the same thing with Mary Magdalene. What did Jesus say to Mary Magdalene when he saw her? Stop hanging on to me. Meaning, stop hanging on to the past, the, the relationship we had. I have something better for you now. You have to let go of it. And you had to experience this sadness, this darkness you had to understand that we now have the next step to go to. And that, and that is what is behind that very often. And when people realize and say, okay, Lord, where are we going now? And they find more than they, they expected to find. So in the end, when people say, you know, I'm, I'm experiencing doubt, I don't worry about it too much if they're serious. 
And I really don't worry about that, but I do worry about, okay, now you open your mind, and now in your prayer you ask God, where are you trying to take me? Because you have to go through it to get there. Otherwise, you stay at the level you're at. Amen. Thank you for joining us at Your Daily Homily. For information on St. Philip the Apostle Parish or to support this ministry, please click on the links provided. Until our next time together, be safe and God bless.